Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's time to step inside the Octagon with your host, Ike Feldman. What's up, everybody? Ike freaking Feldman. Yes, it says freaking on my birth certificate is here bringing you another wonderful episode with another wonderful guest and somebody that has punched me in the face strangled me yes i only like to interview people that have caused bodily harm to me and this murderer that i'm talking to this week ahead of his flex fight series i believe it's a western theme at stereo garden February 24th, Saturday, there will be other teammates of his on the card as well, but I'm talking to none other than Adrian Del Rosario, one of my best friends, last name is Rosario as well, so we're, we're in good company. Follow Adrian on Instagram at A-D-R underscore N-Y. My man, how you feeling? It is fight week. We are here. I'm feeling good, man. It's just um, fight week. I've been waiting for this for... For some time since my last fight so i'm just excited for the the opportunity that's uh only let's say six six days away now so i'm just already uh, ready to go excited definitely excited for sure what does it mean to you i know there's been a lot of trials a lot of tribulations to get to this point mm-hmm. and god willing it will happen your opponent stays on the card you stay mm-hmm. on the card we we know how the amateur circuit can happen but I believe this is the will of the gods for it to finally to happen. Man, you look great. You're glowing. You look cool. Loving the haircut. Yeah. Um, usually I'm used to seeing you sweaty, hair in your face, dodging punches, throwing punches. But it, it seems like everything is lining up. How you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling good. Yeah. You know, like um, this, like, like you asked this, this one is going to mean a lot because uh, like you said, like since my last fight, I had to go through a lot, a lot of adversity, a lot, a lot of tribulations that, a lot of setbacks that that occurred within since that last fight, and uh, I'm just excited for the opportunity. Uh, each of these opportunities is a blessing because you know a lot, a lot of things happen in the fight game, whether it's injuries on your part, or your opponent, cancellations with maybe the promotion cancellation. So just just a blessing just to have opportunity to step in that cage, and uh, I'm just I'm ready to go. You. And I mentioned the the craziness that goes on on the amateur circuit. You know, it's like uh, the, so many times they'll be like, oh, I can't wait to see your fight against Johnson. And somebody at the gym is like, no, it's not Johnson. It's Smith now. And I'm like, oh, okay. And they're like, oh, it's not Smith. It's Wilson now. It's just it's it interchanges. Uh, you really see the the strong from the weak as my board falls on me. That's a weak board. <laughs> but you, my friend, carry yourself like a professional. And uh, I see that in your career. I see that in your training, that uh, the the turning over every stone, making sure everything is lined up is paying off for you. How do you do that? How, how do you just cross your T's and dot your I's just precisely? I think it starts with like kind of just my mindset, you know, um, just kind of in life in general, you just got to adapt. Because sometimes you have a set plan, but there's never there's always peaks and throws. It's it's like a wave. It could be a zigzag, and just be able to expect the unexpected and 
adapt to each change that potentially could happen. I'm very just easygoing. Uh, for example, like uh, I work as a registered nurse. I I don't have a home unit, so there's so I can go to an orthopedic floor. I can go to a cardiac floor, a cancer oncology floor. In fact, they've like in that in that career, I've been floated like three times within the same shift. So, and uh, just being adaptable, like and maintaining the task at hand, like wherever I like in nursing, I go. I'll continue to work with the same commitment as I have where the previous floor, and just uh, I think it all starts with just the, that mentality. And uh, the fight games, especially like that, is training, even within the fight. Uh, I think a lot of fighting is about adapting to the situation, and you just have to be ready to, to adapt or willing. And uh, I think that word that stems from. Perfect word, adaptive, uh, especially for mixed martial arts, when they say like mixing the martial arts beautifully from throwing a jab, ducking under the jab, going for a takedown, doing jujitsu, fight comes back to the feet, then you're kickboxing again. Uh, adaptive is the perfect world for what it seems your career and what you're about to do at the end of this week on Flex Fight Series, February 24th, Stereo Garden. Very pumped for that. Would you say that you're ready to adapt to any situation or you're going to try to bottleneck the fight that it lends itself to your your strengths uh, or is being adaptive your strength uh, does that make sense uh, it makes sense i think uh kind of a mix of both because like for example uh the point i have lined up because you got not... great boxing you got great cardio very smooth off the clinch like you're well-rounded uh, i'm sorry i'm not trying to give away the game plan <laughs> <laughs> well, i appreciate it yeah. yeah but uh like um like my current opponent might not even be my opponent like i my first kickboxing amateur fight i had a guy uh scheduled and i didn't find out that my opponent changed until i got to the venue <laughs> oh and I, I saw the name it was a completely different name like a uh, completely different name he was different he was a southpaw i was oh my for an orthodox fighter and uh and he had like uh he had a lot of fights when i when i i quickly Googled him in that time frame between when I arrived to the arena and the fight. And he had a lot of fights. It's, fortunately, I lost that split decision, but that's part, that's part of the fight game. It's just adapting and being ready for not only like you're like a, I have a specific plan for this opponent, but uh, also to adapt to whatever, say this guy drops out, I might get like a different style opponent, just being ready for all situations. Again, we're being joined by Adrian Del Rosario on Instagram at ADR underscore NY. Do you have a, uh, what is it, a Twitter or TikTok? I uh, do have a Twitter. I have to actually have to, I don't, I use it by, uh, so my Twitter is at ADR NY underscore MMA. So it's a little different. I think the ADR NY was already taken. So I have to modify on that one. We'll have to find it. Again, shout outs to you. Appreciate your time. What's your favorite part of mixed martial arts? That's a good question. I, I like the 
kind of like the thrill of the battle. Like uh, when I was growing up, I I played a lot of sports. I was an athlete. I played a lot of uh, pickup basketball. And uh, when I was playing pickup basketball, I always, or I, don't know, I also played parts of these team. I always wanted to guard the best player. I I just I had that desire just to test myself against the like guard the best player like, and I find I find that in MMA just like then uh I call it will will versus will skill versus skill just that 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 thrill of the competing. Do you need your opponent to talk to to be the bad guy to fire you up, or are you just simply that competitive? I think I'm just simply that competitive. You, you know, you you don't know what you get with your opponent. They get everyone's different personalities. True. Whether they're respectful, whether they're trash talker. For me, it's it's all the same. We all got to go in, get locked in that cage, and whatever you say or are before that doesn't matter what's in the inside, on the inside when you're locked in the cage. It's about just executing and fighting. This is a big fight for you, man. Mm. Big team. A lot of people are going to be cheering for you. Mm. How do you handle your nerves on fight week? So, um, so I got to remind myself that I prepared. I've worked hard. Just uh, kind of ma maintaining that mentality, and knowing that uh, I I've been preparing for all situations, not to uh, like get the moment too big for yourself. Like um, I I'm thinking about the fight constantly, you know. Of course. But, but not try to overthink and let the the ambiance or the the aura of being in the in the cage affect you because sometimes when the lights are on you could sink or swim i try to just kind of remember i i put in the preparation and just kind of maintain us kind of stoic attitude and something that aspect it's three by threes correct correct i mean you have great cardio you have great pace. You could you could floor the guy in the first thirty seconds. It it young Damian Nelson, who's killing it, who no doubt about it should be on Dana White contender series, if not in the UFC by the end of the year. Mm -hmm. He was telling me advice for amateur boxing. He's like, you you got to come out of the gate. It's it's three by twos. You know, you you got to just come out throwing like your first step. Your second step has to be towards a jab. You have to be making contact early and often. And uh, he was right about that. Uh, have you, from your kickboxing experience, uh, judges can be crazy, as we've mm. seen from uh, your teammate, Edwin Jung. Oh, mm. my God. Uh, he's faced some horrible judging. But mm. I believe that will only make for him uh, a better professional, a better amateur and he'll just look back at it as lessons. I, I can't leave it to the judges. Are you looking for the finish? Are you adapting towards the finish? Are you shifting the fight towards the finish? Or are you just trying to dominate? I think all it comes to adapting because they always say when you get the, you don't get the finish. Like if you're looking for the finish, you 
Most likely won't get it to finish. Like but... the home runs, right? Like yeah, the guys yeah. trying to hit the home run. So I do like, of course, you want to finish it quick. You want to make a statement. But like, like life, it's uh, your expectations might not always be what happens. You got to just be ready. So I'm ready to finish it early, ready for it to last one, two, three rounds. And uh, also that knowing that that's a possibility, I kind of cater my training to that aspect. Like when I when I hit the back of my own, what I do is I I do ten for ten in the beginning. So after the, I do the ten for ten, I'm a little like it's like similar to like you get a flurry, like a combination, but you don't get it. So you still have to fight. You still have to fight, and you so kind of just being able to be prepared for all type of scenarios. Like you, you get the finish 10 seconds, good. Or you, you attempt to get the finish in like 30 seconds, but you you don't get it. So you, you gotta still have the gas to fight the remainder of the fight. So it's gotta be ready for all, all those opportunities. But um, like you said, like, and whatever it goes, I'll, I'll have to be ready for it. Who is your favorite mixed martial artist? To watch in the past, to actively watch. Yeah, in the past, uh, when I first went, I go Jose Aldo. I like the I like Jose Aldo's explosive Muay Thai, his leg kicks, his head movement, and his takedown defense. He was one of the the best at takedown defense. Like I remember that fight when he had with Chad Mendez. I think he, um, Chad Mendez went for the takedown and. He spawned. He had and he threw that knee and finished Chad Mendez. That that's one, that comes out of my mind immediately. I'm trying to think some some more. It's crazy because uh, did you see the fights last night? Yes, I did. Yes, yes. Shout out oh, to Marab. I was just gonna say Marab. Of course, uh, it's like MMA is different than grappling. Grappling is different than MMA. I mean. Uh, logic would tell you that Jose Aldo would go down much easier than Henry Cejudo would go down. But mm. meanwhile, Jose Aldo is just a jujitsu guy, but mm. just has developed this incredible takedown defense. But meanwhile, the Olympic gold medalist, mm. he and no disrespect for Marab, obviously high level grappler, high level pace and output, but Marab grabbed up the single and then tripped the back leg. It, mm. And it was like, how come how come he made it look so easy? And obviously that's a credit to Marab's skill and mm. training regimen. But it was like, man, even though Henry is shorter and maybe his legs are closer and Aldo is a little longer, and he's got a he's got a big frame. He he filled out nicely at 55, even though he ended his career at 35. It's like, man, it it you don't have to be an Olympic gold medalist, is my point, to be mm. have great takedown defense. Um mm. I mean, you're training at Saris. You're training mm. in New York, which is mm. just a a shark tank of young wrestlers. I'm sure you've trained with Pumi, uh, Marab, mm. Aljo. It's like uh, killers on the mat. Um, mm. Is it? Is would you say that you want to keep the fight standing, or hey, if the guillotine is there, if the Dars is there, if the Kimura is there, like again, uh, I just I feel like you're so well-rounded and I'm just trying to figure out your strengths. Exactly. I appreciate the, Yeah. But, uh, I do like, uh, I remember I was speaking to someone 
relatively recently. They say he told me like, kind of stay what we're your strongest at, stay what you're good at. And um, I'm a striker first and foremost, so I'll keep the fight standing. But if the opportunity presents itself, I'll attempt to take it down. I'll go for a takedown, get on the ground. I've been working with a lot of all these grapplers, like for example, Pumi. Pumi Kuna has been very helpful with, with me. The oh, I was just throwing that name out there. Oh my gosh, shout out to Pumi. That's yeah, awesome. I've been seeking advice from him to help with like cage wrestling, pressure, all those things. So, and then I also, relatively recently, I was working with Jason Rao a little bit, just for on, on the floor, just got to hit, hit all the areas. MMA, it's stand up in the clinch against the cage on the floor. Just got to be ready to have like, even just a, I want to say baseline, but uh, sufficient enough in all areas. And uh, I've, I've definitely been doing that over the since the last fight, just trying to target each and each area. And uh, like wherever the fight goes, I'll I'll be ready to entertain wherever area it is. I was gonna say, man, that that's a very professional way to look at it. You're you're talented in all areas. You know that you're not at black belt in every single skill. There's there's an addictive um, chasing aspect to it that you can you can never fill every category. Maybe mm -hmm. by the time we're all seventy years old, we'll be able to like figure out this whole thing called MMA. Mm -hmm. Very professional way you carry yourself. Mm -hmm. Is that the goal to be a pro? Because I think you're leaps and bounds ahead of. Uh, a 22 year old a 27 year old because there's there's some pros that you've heard horror stories that even though they have a performance of the night on the ufc the biggest stage uh mixed martial arts stage in the world they still carry themselves like a high schooler outside mm. of fights like blow up balloon in between fights i think you have a professional career i mean we'll, we'll talk about philip nover i mean that guy was like he pushed himself his potential beautifully how far do you want to push yourself? I want to push myself as far as I can go. Uh, like the way I'm training, I'm training as if like I'm trying to make it to the UFC. But at the same time, li life, life is like uh, the theme is kind of, it's always. It's always challenging, brother. Oh, challenging. Things things happen, you know, injuries, life situations. So in this, in, with that aspect, I'll take one fight at a time. But the way I'm training is like if I'm training I'm following what the pros do. What I see, the guys at Sarah, at Sarah at Law MMA. What I what I see, I follow because the, the cream of the crop. And uh, I'll train just like them to hopefully achieve the highest goal. Or even if like I don't achieve, I know I did as much as I could and did it the right way. And uh, that's how I think. But uh, the way I train right now is like uh, as if I was. Trying to go for the world title, <laughs> but Let's at the go. same at the same time, just taking one fight at a time because life is crazy. True, <laughs> it is true. It's a good way to look at it. It's also a good way to dream. I feel like an amateur title could be in your very near future, no doubt about it. That'd be freaking cool for your kids, for your nieces, nephews, cousins. Like, uh, you could walk around the family barbecue, or you, you could walk around the mall. 
<laughs> I, I, I feel like you're you're a great you're a great person man and it's like you you have that like that that really really beautiful aura about you like always smiling does that get exhausting or is it's just it comes with the territory because you set the standard man you're you're a good guy every time i see you like i want to talk to you want to say what's up want to see what's going on and you always give attention you're always present and it's very rare um so yeah just just keep being humble man i i really respect you on a uh, human to human level i appreciate that thank you thank you for sure definitely have uh have you met philip nover no i haven't met him but uh it's ironic because um i do have him as a facebook friend back 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 like you know when facebook like i guess the facebook era facebook i've heard of that <laughs> facebook it's for old people now <laughs> the uh you know people would just accept requests so we actually had him as a facebook friend because the filipino circle in new york is small and the nurse circle is also small so apparently my one of my cousin's friends dated Philippe Nover back back in the day so there's a, there's that chain and then obviously the MMA circle so when I first saw him on the tough eight season eight and I was like oh that guy's Filipino he's from New York and oh he's fighting and then he he obviously on the show he said he was a nurse and that that's where I first got the idea the kind of first planted so I ended up adding him on Facebook and I, when I was having ideas about doing what I'm currently doing, I actually messaged him on Facebook messenger and he actually gave me a very detailed response. Wow. Yeah. Like a detailed response. Like, uh, he could have just said, Oh yeah, good luck. Who this? But he had a very detailed response and it was only one, one or two messages, not, not a lot, but, but with, with that response, it, uh, it was very helpful for me where I'm, where I'm at right now. And he and he he's trained he's trained at uh with us at Sarah Longo back in the day I think, uh, I think he I think he's trained with Manimal, but that was before I started training. But uh yeah when I saw him on Ultimate Fighter I was like uh that's planted the seed. Incredible. You try to do that if, if like give your time, one hundred percent. It's it can be tedious, but it's like you see the impact that philip had on you you mean like uh, as in like yeah training? like as a role model have have you gone out of your way have you noticed young kids or co-workers like i'm dude I, i'm they gotta see you as like an action figure like a superhero like i, I think when i think about if it they're I, not seeking your advice they're 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 making a mistake in my opinion but, but definitely, like, I've seen like well, like people have been asking me questions about like a lot, a lot of multiple things, and like some of the younger kids are, and uh, I guess you're right. They they are maybe seeing it, and and um, I always like to offer help. That's a, something I just like to do. And there's too much negativity in the world, so you just gotta <sighs> give positive because there's too much ne negative, and then just try to m make it a better world in a way because there's just too many bad stuff happening so that, that's what how i think i just try not to have any negative vibes no tension just help people and and what a freaking uh 
what a career and a uh, versus a hobby. It's like you get to uh, heal people, and then your goal is to smash people. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> you could actually be after you you beat somebody up, you could be the first person on the scene. Like, hey, are you with me? Can you hear me? What's your heartbeat? Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 people be talking about that too. It's like they say they'll say the same thing. It's like I'll I'll, I'll see the see them in the ER, but I don't work in the ER. <laughs> oh man. Were you involved with the craziness with the pandemic? Like, were you uh, were you certified yet, or? Oh, I was working in the midst of all of it. Oh my god! Yeah, it was. Uh... So was Philip. I heard he was in a Brooklyn hospital, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he, I think MMA fighting at the time did an interview with him uh, about the, the pandemic at the peak of the pandemic. It was it was rough. I'll tell you, it was rough. Probably the hardest time in my nursing career, and. Uh, wow. A lot of what happened during that year, peak 2020, kind of put me in the perspective of where I am now because, um, well, I saw all the, all the death. Like, there's, unfortunately, three members of my family uh, passed away in that time. And they got me thinking, like, life, life is too short. And you got to kind of go for things before it might be too late or you might not even get the chance. So, so I actually only work part time now, nurse. I know, uh, just to help kind of give me more time to, to train MMA because MMA, you there's so many avenues you know you need to be striking, wrestling, jujitsu. You need your strength and conditioning, and so to allow me to give myself more time to focus in those areas while also not compromising my career and my financial stability. I opted to go part-time and put as much time possible I could into training. And that's where I'm at right now. That's a big deal. That's that's putting the chips in the middle of the table. Wow. <laughs> you're betting on yourself. And I love it because you're not going to look back in 10 years and say should have, would have, could have. Is that, is that how you feel? Yeah, it's like the... When I think about like when in the future, you don't want to look back and regret, like, like you said, what it should have, could have, or maybe if I did this, what could have happened? And I want all questions answered, like leaving no, no doubt behind. And when it's all said and done, I, you could say like, I did it or I did everything I could to make it happen. And, uh, that's how I want to live in my head in the future. Beautiful. That's the soundbite. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful, man. Have you seen the movie? Uh, I just seen it recently. Somebody referred it to me. It's on Amazon. Uh, everywhere, everyone, all at once, something like that. And it, have you heard uh, about it? Yeah. I, um, Did that you one, see the it? Oscar. Yeah. I, did, I was like, picture. usually I'm on top of the Oscar movies. Uh, Parasite or 1917 yeah. or Once Upon a Time in... Uh, hollywood or usually i'm on top of it. i was like oh i was like thanks for the referral i saw it awesome movie yes it, I have a, seen that. It, it stuck with me when it's like they show like the uh, life choices as like a branch system uh this decision splits and then it leads to this decision and it goes like you can like stagger your life and change your life completely from different decisions mm. you have chosen a path by going part-time and that is 
what I call like putting things in the universe. Like you are opening this pathway and you are walking this pathway. So as you said, like if you really want to, you can be a pro man. LFA, CFFC, CES, ROC. It's like you are talented. You have the drive. And no offense to Volkanovsky, but I heard that he was drinking every single day before the Islam short notice fight. I heard that Nate Diaz was drinking before uh, the Conor McGregor fill-in fight. Uh, Michael Bisping was on set. He said he was just lifting weights, but he was drinking. And some of those, uh, before the Luke Rockhold fill-in late, some of those paid off. Some of those didn't. Uh, I believe you're taking control of your life. You, you're not a big party. You're not a drinker. You're not doing recreational drugs. You're not doing any drugs. Uh, I respect it, man. So it's literally you're turning over every stone to make this dream come true. And I respect that. I much appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Is that how you see it? Like for me to, to train and try to do stuff that like, I, I don't want to regret no more smoke, no more drinking. It's almost three years now. And it's like, you know, it may be tough. You may be in the bubble and not seeing the benefits, but it's like, oh, I can bounce back from recovery. Oh, I can train a little more. Oh, I have a little more energy for this. Like, are you, are your sacrifices paying off? I think so. And uh, just trying to put myself in the optimal like, situation. The, and uh, I think I definitely, I'm seeking the benefits. Like, I'm not super young i'm not too old but it's funny like, a lot of people they joke around when they hit 30 like oh i got i'm out of shape or but i i i feel like yeah but i know 25 year olds 20s. who like are like 40 year olds like like I, I feel i feel i feel youthful i hang i uh with the the young kids i'm training with i'm they all think i'm 24 <laughs> So, so I think it the it is like benefiting for sure all the sacrifices and to answer your question. Incredible, incredible. Again, this Saturday, February twenty fourth, Stereo Garden, my stopping ground as a young single idiot, Patchogue, New York. It's gonna be amazing. Flex fight series puts on a heck of a show. I've never been to Duke Stadium to watch Duke basketball, but they always say, and you can see it a little on TV that the crowd feels like it's on top of the court. That is exactly what it is at Stereo Garden. It is intense atmosphere, modern-day gladiators, local gladiators. The, the been waiting for this type of, like, promotion locally with uh, Lou Neglias, uh, Bobby Campbell's, Nick Canobio's, and Chris Machi's Flex Fight Series. The competition is rising. It's literally an incredible time. No, you, we may get an Adrian crossover fight against the champion in another league. Oh, my God. There's so many possibilities. I'm happy for you, my brother. Is there anybody you'd like to give a shout-out to? Uh, uh, shout-out to all the guys as um, Sarah Longo. Uh, the, uh, all the coaches that definitely have been helping out. Like I, I probably even have a list. Just, of course, Matt Sarah, Ray Longo. See, uh, actually, I've, I made a list, but actually, earlier. oh my god, this is incredible! <laughs> for, 
of course, you got to go Sarah Long, who you always remember from the top of that. Steve Lee, Johnny Salvin, Carol Colombo, Mike Sullivan, the Palacino, Tom Beethoven, Fumi Kuna, Brandon Morgan, Ricky Stam, Jason Rao, Matt Provola. Uh, shout out to um, Long Island Stretch Institute, Dr. Scott Lipson and Dr. Nicholas Gilberti been helping me with my keeping me healthy for the fight. All the Did you touch your toes now? I don't know if they touch my toes, actually. <laughs> but that, that's a short list right there. And, uh, what are we uh, we rocking any sponsors? Hat, gear, apparel? No sponsors for this fight. Uh, for this fight, this this I'm just one goal. You one goal. It, you heard it, folks. Free agent. Yeah. Let Let's get him uh sponsored, uh for the next time out when he's challenging for a title. Let's go, Adrian. Oh. <laughs> oh my God, are you tired of the Rocky references with Adrian? No, I actually never get tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's right that it's one of the ways to get people to remember my name is. We've seen Rocky. I feel like ninety percent of the population has seen it, and it's like, "Oh, you're Adrian." It's like, "Oh, it works." Actually, ironic because I actually don't have a fight nickname. Uh, with, but I was at the Long Island Stretch Institute. Doctor Nick Gilberti. He, he was thinking about some nicknames. He 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 had a great idea. Just put "Yo, Adrian." That's it. That's it. So I'm I'm gonna roll with that. Let's go. Uh, Is it yo or ayo? Now I have to hear it. As yo, yo. Now I don't know. I'm very um let's see. I'm gonna share my screen. Okay. Let's see. What would it be? Rocky uh Adrian. I'm not gonna bias anything. Let's see what it says. This okay, I love you. Can you hear that? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Come on, get there already. <laughs> Actually, I don't hear anything. <laughs> Yeah, probably the yo is right. Okay. Was that coming through, that sound? No, it wasn't. It was like, what? Oh. I'm just watching the uh, scene. Oh, oh my no gosh. Idea. All right, all right. I think he said yo. I think you're right. There is no A-yo. A-yo is just a wrong Konkuma thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. What else, brother? What else? I know it's fight week. I know you probably got to go run 10 miles right now. Do hill sprints. You're shining, man. Maybe it's yeah. the light. Maybe it's your aura. <laughs> <laughs> Either or. But uh, definitely got to shout out uh, Tom Fitzsimmons, also also fighting on the card. Yes. Got fighting for a uh, amateur belt. His first time fighting for that. Uh, he's been uh, one of my one of the better training partners I've had. Young kid, uh, eager to learn and just put in the work. And I'm excited for him because, and uh, we're we're riding this together. So uh that'll be shout out Tom Tom Fitzsimmons for fighting also on the card. Incredible. Incredible. All right. Well, Adrian Del Rosario, 
on Instagram at ADR underscore NY. This Saturday, February 24th, Stereo Garden, Patchogue, New York, Flex Fight Series, Nick Canobio, Chris Mache, incredible event. Can't wait for it. Shout outs to everybody who's competing on there. It's a great event. Adrian, I really appreciate the time. And I look forward to you having your hand raised this Saturday. You've worked hard. You are a consummate professional inside and outside of the cage. My brother, good fortune to you. And can't wait to see you get the job done. Likewise. And I uh, appreciate uh, you having me on for the opportunity, the platform. And uh, you're definitely, uh, definitely doing great at this. I... Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Tell my wife that. Talk to you <laughs> later, brother. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.